Owning your own business and creating your own schedule sounds pretty incredible, right? It sure sounded awesome to me when I first started as a virtual assistant, but it wasn't long before things started to get out of whack. I'd be on the floor playing with my two-year-old son, feeling guilty for not working. Then I'd be on my laptop while he watched TV, feeling guilty for not being present with him. No matter where I was, I felt like I was letting someone down. Recently, my pal and productivity consultant, Tracy Len Morgan, introduced me to the concept of values-based productivity. It's about recognizing the things that are most important to us and knowing that any time spent on those things should be considered as productive. So productivity is not just about our output and results and our work. It's also about connection with our kids, experiences that we enjoy, and quality time with our spouse. In today's episode of the Support Squad podcast, Tracy is teaching us how to integrate all the pieces of our life so that we can build a profitable business around a lifestyle we love. Keep listening to learn how to set up your work and your life for the season that you're in so that you can achieve more fulfillment without sacrificing profit. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the support squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the support squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome to the Support Squad podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to Tracy today. She shares so much wisdom, has such a unique and aligned approach to productivity that I just connected with so deeply. Before we dive into my conversation with Tracy, let me tell you a little bit more about her. So Tracy is a mama of two boys, a productivity consultant, and a behavior change coach. By nature, she's an essentialist, a change maker, and productivity obsessed. She is the founder of TracyLenMorgan.com, an online business consulting company focused on helping service-based biz moms build a profitable business around the lifestyle they love. Using her 14 plus years of process improvement and productivity expertise, she now helps mom entrepreneurs scale up their biz while scaling back their hours. She created her signature framework, Profit Builder Blueprint, and her consulting program that helps mom entrepreneurs streamline their biz systems and level up their productivity so they can finally step into the freedom lifestyle they deserve and always have time for the things that matter most. You guys know that this, all of this stuff is so important to me as well. That's why I'm so excited about this conversation. So let's dive in with Tracy. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the Support Squad podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Sharon. Yes, of course. I When I saw what you do and your mission um, to help mom entrepreneurs, I mean, that, of course, just speaks so close to my heart. <laughs> I'm a mom of two littles, and especially with this 
unique time that we're living in. Um, there's been so many challenges thrown our way, and I know you're so good at helping moms navigate that. So to start, I would love for you to just tell me a little bit about yourself and about your mission. I know that um, something that's really important to you is to help moms realize that they can make time for all of the important things. And so I'd love to hear how that mission came about and um, your story as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I am, my background is a productivity process improvement, change management expert. So working as a consultant for umpteen years in corporate environment, large scale transformational changes. My actually, my background background is in healthcare uh, and wow. I'm actually a trained physical therapist, but I got into systems, large scale transformations and improvement and uh, worked internationally uh, for large companies, helping them really refine and become efficient and really kind of put in changes in place to kind of move their business forward. And what happened is I got, we got pregnant, which was fantastic. My husband and I, and uh, I was working outside the country at the time. And so when the time came to actually have our baby, our first baby, uh, I flew home because that's, you know, they can't fly past a certain point. And so I ended my contract. And we ended up having our baby uh, seven weeks early. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so yeah. we, it was like that enter into motherhood. And what I found, and this is really the deep, the, the deep connection part for me is the mother that I thought I was going to become and the lifestyle that I thought I would have is, you know, get the kids settled, get everything going and then get back out there. Kind of that jet setting career was not the mother that I mm. was becoming. And it just, it just, it turned our life upside down, very positive things came of it, but it was a challenging time. And it really made me reconnect and reevaluate with how I want to live my life, what I wanted my lifestyle to be, what I really, truly, what really, truly mattered to me, and then how I could design my life around that, my work around that. And so that's where I ended up doing a pivot from corporate and taking those, that skill set into kind of mom entrepreneurs. Cause I was like, I just had such a deep passion that we get into business as moms because we want to create this flexibility and freedom for our families. And then all of a sudden we get, not all of a sudden it happens over time. We so often get into this kind of conundrum where our time is no longer ours and we're kind of working for our company and it it creeps into our lives and we don't really have that balance or that integration the reason we set out to do the whole thing and from where I come from uh in my background in training I was like okay you know what we like I want to bring this skill set to help mom entrepreneurs in the service-based industry uh, really help set up their business around a lifestyle that they love because we have the opportunity. That's why we got into this. And it is so, there's nothing more important. Like for me, my mission is to ensure that mom entrepreneurs always have time for the things that matter most. And so, you know, that can be a process, but my goal is to help them kind of put the systems and processes and structure in place in their business to help grow that in the direction that really kind of serves their life and their mission in the world as well. I love that you are speaking my language so much and the conversation it's so there's so much synchronicity. I was just having a conversation with another mom entrepreneur about this, about how 
we grew up um, with some of us like in the eighties and nineties with um, if, if we had moms that were like successful career women, they were still having to work in that corporate structure. There wasn't all the options that we have available to us now. And so now we do have the options to like design our life and it, but it does so often happen that we think we're going into it for the freedom and then it's still everything like gets out of whack somehow. So I love that you help people navigate that. So um, one thing that, you know, has been such a struggle for, for so many of us over the last year, especially during the pandemic with so many things out of our control is that, you know, we're in our business. And even if we get to a place where um, we feel like we've had, we have some balance and we feel like we've started to figure things out, there can be something comes up in our life or we have a bad day and everything gets thrown out of whack. And we feel like, you know, all of the progress that we've made is lost. How do you recommend we deal with that? What do we do when the day doesn't go as we planned, or we have a period of time that's just not flowing the way we want it to? Yeah, it's that sinking, right? That work and life integration. So, you know, when you talk about work and life balance and how elusive it is, and and really when we talk about that, we're talking about, you know, this 50-50 spread, right? And that's that's not necessarily realistic and it ebbs and flows. And so uh, another way to frame that is work-life integration. And it really is about, you know, building and setting up your life for the season of life that you're in because mm-hmm. those things change. And when you can really sync your life with who you are, what's really important to you, your values, what really matters to you, and um, what you really want from your day, and the season that you're in, and then put that into your day and kind of um, consider it in how you set it up, then you're more likely to feel fulfilled in your life, in your day, and that leads to more meaningful and fulfilling life in general. And so, yeah, that's a big statement, but yes, the question is how do you do that, right? And so I think one of the things is to really consider the season that you're in and being realistic with your expectations because this stuff isn't easy. There isn't a magic pill for this or there isn't a tiny object out there that will create this. It's really about the choices that we make. and. Um, and what we choose to do with that and kind of planning and, and maybe thinking through that a little bit and um, really being intentional about it. I come from kind of an essentialist perspective where, you know, it, it is a little bit about less but better. And it's like we slow down and speed up and we build in the buffers in the time and the periods of our lives that we need to. And that is easier said than done. But if you can see it in the big picture terms, so I kind of always start with, you know, the three B's big picture um, bandwidth and bottlenecks really mm-hmm. is a starting point. And that big picture really connecting in with who we are, how we want this to look. And maybe it's not like that right now, but are we making slow and steady progress to that? Not getting kind of distracted and pulled off because when you're able to really kind of narrow it in and focus in on what is most important, some of the unimportant things don't carry as much weight. Mm-hmm. and So yes, you're busy and you're getting pulled, but if you can really center around those really essential things, then the other things don't matter and you actually kind of create space for more of the important things. And so sometimes it's that really holding on and connecting into that perspective, that big picture, and you start to make decisions that move you in that direction. 
uh, and also considering in that the season that you're in. And then the second thing would be looking at that bandwidth and really considering, you know, how much time do I have? Like, what is the structure that I really need or the flexibility or how do I want to set up my lifestyle that's really going to work for me and how much time do I have to contribute to this and what is the best use of that time? So again, that being intentional with it and setting up your day to be flexible with homeschooling schedules. And it doesn't mean it's easy. That's right. not what I'm <laughs> but what, if what you can do is better think the reality and the current situation with what you actually want to get out of it, then you're more likely to feel kind of back in the driver's seat as, as opposed to at the whim of this world. And so it's managing those expectations. And sometimes it's making the hard choices up front so that you have easier days that follow. And, you know, that is again, that intentional thing. And then the third thing is looking at those bottlenecks. It's like, where do you really want to dive in and make the progress in your day or your business and move that forward and being able to kind of more have a singular focus as opposed to all of the things, because that's really overwhelming. And so if you can really, again, back it up, have intention to give thought and say, no, I'm working on this. I'm really anchored on this. I'm going to do this for three months. I'm going to get some traction on it. And then I'm going to go to the next thing. Then you can kind of keep those blinders and all of those tiny things Mm -hmm. kind of you know, they don't catch your attention and pull you away and feel like you're not making progress because you're not doing what, you know, the Jones entrepreneurs are doing, (laughs) but you're focused and you know, you are deliberate and you're making decisions that are going to move your needle. And that's what's important. And then you, you set those milestones up so that you actually kind of see that progress and you build a community and a network around you that extrinsically supports that you're doing the right thing and helps to motivate you and keep you moving forward on those hard days. So that's, that's a lot, but that's the package. That's where I would start. (laughs) That is like deep and powerful stuff. And so what everything that you said reinforces so much of what I've learned and kind of implemented in my business in this last year, like before, you know, the whole world went kind of crazy. I really relied on this very rigid structure in my business. And that's how I felt really in control. And I had to throw so much of that away in this last year. And it really did make me take things, like you said, like put the blinders on and get really focused on what are those most important steps to move forward. And that's why like going into this year, I chose the word flow as my word for the year. Cause in the past, it was all about structure, structure, goals, goals, like, like product thinking about things in this very like structured way. And then this year it's like, how can I like stay in the moment and focus on like what's most important that needs to be done like today, next week, and just thinking that way. So I love everything that you said, especially at, in this moment in time. Um, uh, yeah, there's a quote by, I think it's Peter Drucker that said it, you can do, uh, no, no, it's um, the, um, one of the productivity gurus, and I can't think of his name right now, but um, get things done. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, you can do, anything but not everything so yes. do anything right yes. and just focus in on on doing that and systematically work towards that mm-hmm. totally one thing I used to do all the time in my business was as soon as as soon as this settles down as soon as the kids are in school as soon as this happens um but like you said like integrating your life you can't 
work like that because you'll always feel like you're failing in some way if everything is just as soon as. And if we can create a business that's integrated into our life, we don't have to wait to to move forward. We can do it with focus the way that you explained it so beautifully. So thank well, you. And, yeah. and that's, I think that's a really good point just to highlight is that really it's about setting the benchmark for what a good day is to you right. and being really realistic. And even in the week, like I, I think that sometimes a week is a really good time frame. Um, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, sun's coming up in California. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a really good, a, a week is a really good time frame because it allows you to kind of anchor into what's going on. It's, it's near future enough, but it's a large enough chunk of time that you can actually get traction and get something done. But if you can set your like what you said is like you know what's a good week for me like what's that measure of success what would feel good how mm-hmm. would I measure to say that this is a good week for me and it becomes a little bit more realistic for what you can actually accomplish and you can feel good about that because the whole point of that is not just about all the things that you're getting done it's about really feeling good and feeling kind of uh, like your life is integrated, like you have actually hit the essentials of the important things in your life in all of the hats that we wear, not just one taking over. And so you've set that measure of what a good week is or what a good day is by, you know, how did those hats, like, did I kind of check the important things in the hats that I wear as a mother, as a, you know, as a partner, as a friend in my business at home for myself? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it can be so hard to check all those boxes, you know, it feels like, yeah, but yeah, I love all of that, that you shared. Thank you so much. And then, um, you know, the other thing that comes up a lot for me and I know for a lot of other moms is, you know, we are working really hard in our business and we feel pulled in all these different directions. And then, you know, that mom guilt can come up where we feel like, you know, am I giving my business too much focus? Like, do like, you know, we feel pulled in so many different directions. So how do we deal with that? When that, that mom guilt comes up, when, um, we feel like we're, we're not thriving in that area. What do you, what advice do you have for moms who feel that? Yeah. So let's tie this in with kind of those hats because they are heavy on our head. Right. And Mm -hmm. just to acknowledge that. And especially right now, I don't want to give an idealistic perspective here. Like let's be real. Right. Right. And so, you know, I, I kind of come at it from an essential list and there's two things here. One is kind of this essential list, not mm-hmm. my to-do list, but like, what are those kind of essential few things? So if you go to the 80, 20 rule, mm-hmm. right. Um, where it's like, you know, if 20% of the things can give 80% of the benefit in my right. life, what are those top 20? And can I define my good day by that 20%? So, you know, for me, an example would be, and this comes into that mom guilt, because if you can just take 15, 20 minutes at the beginning of your week and kind of set an intention to that of what would be enough, what would be good enough for you, what would feel good to you. And things like, you know, I actually said on my list, like I actually have a habit list and I'm not even joking. Uh, one of my habits every week is to make sure that I spend 10 minutes a day of quality time in my each of my children's worlds. So I step in, no Mm -hmm. phones, no nothing, and I stay completely connected in in their world, whatever they want me to do within reason. (laughs) 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 Wacky ideas, but uh, in in their world, right? And just making sure that I connect. But I find if I don't actually set that intention, then uh, it it, it doesn't happen. And it's amazing. It's only 10 minutes. It's not a lot. But 
in their world, it makes a big difference. And that doesn't mean I only spend 10 minutes with my kid. It's like, no, I spend 10 minutes in their world doing yes. exactly what they want to do, mm-hmm. trying to fill up their cup. And that's an example of like one of those six things of like the different hats that I wear that if I can do that each day, then at the end of the week, I feel like I'm actually connecting and doing, you know, I feel less kind of guilt because I knew in the context of what's happening this week, these are my, my essentials and I got my essentials done. And I said at the end of the week, I'm going to feel good if I get this done. And the other part of that is, you know, as you're going through that, that's the essential list. The other part is um, reframing productivity. And this is a big one. I like to call this values-based productivity, where productivity is really um, creating or, or having an output or being productive, producing something or an experience, having an experience uh, or really driving towards something that is important, you know, to high value. And If you can think about productive time in work where you're actually producing a result, but if you can also look at the value on the other side, that productive time is sitting down with your kids and being really connected and really intentional and in that moment with them so that the highest value experience comes from it, where maybe you're filling their cup um, and having that experience with them and consider that productive time because it is giving you a high value experience, Mm -hmm. then you can hopefully kind of put back into the containers of work and life, um, these, you know, productive time where when, you know, that feeling of where you're at work and you feel guilty for not being with your kids. And then you step in and you're with kids and you feel guilty because you're not getting work done. And it's like, (laughs) it's all muddled. It's like, no, put those back into the containers. And when you're at work and you're, you're actually producing results feel good about that knowing that it frees you up to step in and be with your kids and that's exactly where you're supposed to be and you're supposed to get value out of that and that is considered productive time and don't feel guilty when you're in each individual thing if you're getting what you need from that moment because it will free they play together right it's all about presence right like being Mm -hmm. present in the moment that we're in and what you said about about your kids about having that 10 minutes that's like exactly what i have always done to manage that mom guilt it's like if i especially during the pandemic when like at the beginning i was working homeschool like i mean i I was just a mess and it was like okay right yes struggle (laughs) is real yeah so real and you know but those the 10 minutes of presence with them just really brought it back to like what's important. And while you were talking to it reminded me of some of this practice that I did when my son was first born. Um, my friend told me about it, this style of um, like really simple journaling where every day you write three sentences and like three moments in the day. And what you realize is that like in a day, those three like magical, beautiful, memorable moments, that's what makes up your life. Like it, like every moment doesn't have to be like amazing, but if you, if you focus for three minutes or for, for on three of those beautiful moments a day, like that makes up a beautiful life. So that was a really fun practice. Um, I should do that again, um, to, to just write three sentences a day, three little things that happened that stood out to me. And that really, yeah, shows you what's important in your life, I think. So, yeah. And I mean, that ties right back into kind of that those essentials right and mm-hmm. it, it, like yeah. you say it doesn't take much but it's that intentional 
um, where, you know, the top 20% of, mm-hmm. it's really like some of the highest value and biggest meaning and impact mm-hmm. in your life. Yes. Right. And it's the same with business. Like we can find critical things in our business and that make a big, big impact. Mm-hmm. And when you do, and when you're able to kind of hone in and focus on that and really kind of deliver that. And like you say, step in, be present, actually mm-hmm. really pull the value out of that. Then the 80% of the busy work, you, it's still there. There's no, there's no, you know, mixing this. It, it's yes. still there, but it doesn't <laughs> affect you as much. You're totally. not cold and you don't feel as guilty about not getting you know, the kitchen floor is perfectly done or the post that's like, I wanted it to look this way. It's like Mm -hmm. that little bit of that perfectionism kind of falls off because it doesn't matter as much because your focus, like writing out your three things, you focus your brain into what really is impactful and what really matters. And you start to kind of build your lens around the essentials and those important things. And the rest of it, like we said, just falls off your plate Mm -hmm. and it actually creates space for more of the things that matter. And that's mm-hmm. kind of ties right back into that mission of really finding those things in your life and your work and right. focusing in on that. Yeah, I love that so much. Oh, everything that you said spoke to me on such a deep level. Like this is the, this is the stuff that really, really matters in our business. So in our, our lives, like, and it all, yes. it all goes together. Like it's not, none of the this philosophy. is- yeah. Yes, totally. Um, so I'm thrilled to have you, of course, as the guest expert in our in the support squad this month um, to share your amazing training. I got a little bit of a sneak peek um, of it. And so I would love if you could share a little bit about what you'll be sharing with members inside the support squad this month. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to dive into kind of getting your goals into your day. And really, you know, one of the things that we're going to start to talk about is that funnel focus of really like Yes, we have these goals, but what are the kind of mission critical things or the essential things that are actually going to deliver on those? Because when, you know, I see productivity as input and output. It's not just all about doing, doing, doing. But if you can really kind of get that focus right of those top things that are really going to move you towards your goal and then, you know, reverse engineer and put those into your day, then you wake up, you know what you have to do. It's not a laundry list. It's those essential things. Mm -hmm. And you actually move towards your goal faster with kind of less ease. And so that's about what we're going to talk about is how do you set that up? How do you figure out what those things are? And then how do you systematically kind of plan that into your day? A little bit more of the structure. So you wake up and you're not grasping it throughout what you need to actually do and you get overwhelmed with the laundry list. Uh, I love that. I love that having a little bit of structure really actually allows us to create that flow and ease in our business. So I'm thrilled to learn. Yes, that's freedom. You're so right. I'm thrilled to learn that. So thank you. And then I would love for you to tell everyone, how can we get in touch with you? How do we work with you? How do we learn more about like all of your wisdom? How how do we get in touch? <laughs> awesome. Okay. So you can always find me at tracylynnmorgan.com. So T-R-A-C-Y-L-Y-N-N morgan m-o-r-g-a-n.com uh and i would love to connect on instagram as well so message me i want to know your thoughts i want to know what's happening in your world how are you connecting how's that work-life integration going for you how are you doing building a business around that lifestyle that you love not having that business take over your lifestyle so reach out connect with me on instagram tracy lynn morgan as well and um i have a freebie that i think i will be in the show notes here of my time to profit method, which all of this kind of lives inside of that method of really building 
a business that runs itself and doesn't run your life. So uh, you can grab that too. Amazing. All of those links will be in your in the show notes on the squad.com. So make sure to get in touch with Tracy in all of the places. And then Tracy, one thing I always like to ask my guests is what is one thing about you totally separate from your business um, that lights you up and inspires you or just like makes you happy? So a hobby yeah. or an interest or something? <laughs> oh yeah, one thing about us is we're pretty um I mean, we wouldn't consider ourselves an extreme at all, but we are very, a very sporty family and I have two boys as well and my husband. And so we get out a lot. And I think that's a lot of where kind of this comes from is that I want my business to serve my life. Yes. And we do a lot of trips and a lot of like kiteboarding, uh, downhill mountain biking. We used to race. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> competing and that kind of stuff. And so, wow. you know, it slowed down a little less of the risks with my kids right now, but <laughs> I live that lifestyle and I live for it. And I want mm-hmm. my business to help support me. And I have a passion to help other moms kind of live within what really brings joy to their lives. too. So that's a little piece about me. That's incredible. How old are your kids? Uh, they are two and just four. Just wow. Four. Oh, I have a four-year-old too. Four-year-olds yeah. are so fun. So much energy. <laughs> so <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> well, Tracy, it was just such a pleasure to connect with you and learn from you and relate with you. <laughs> like, thank you mm-hmm. so much for everything you shared. I think these conversations between moms are so important because a lot of times we just feel like we're struggling all by ourselves, but we're not there. We all feel the same things and, um, and, and all in it together, all in it together. So thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. And I'm excited to see you in the support squad membership this month. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes at thesupportsquad.com to learn more about Tracy and how to get in touch with her. Now, my favorite way to stay productive and focused on the most important things, one word, templates. I have an aversion to creating things from scratch because I know it's taking my time away from the things that will move my business forward. And to support virtual assistants like you in getting your business off the ground in style, I created Brand with Bliss. Brand with Bliss is an entire system of customizable brand kits for virtual assistants, OBMs, and service providers designed with the entire client experience in mind plus video tutorials from me to show you how to use the templates. You can get $30 off for a limited time with code BLISS30. Join now at thesupportsquad.com slash brandwithbliss. That's thesupportsquad.com slash brandwithbliss.